Spending all my nights alone, waiting for you to call me. You're the only one I want by my side when I fall asleep. Tell me what I'm waiting for. Tell me what I'm waiting for. I know it's hard, but we need each other. No, it's hard, but we need each other. Welcome back to the Nerds of Night podcast. I'm Cheyenne. I got Tristan with me today. Yep. We're going to do a little post-summer wrap-up on music. Uh, that was Sugar by Brockhampton off their new album, Ginger, that led in the podcast today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I guess let's just jump right into that album first. What did you think about Ginger? Um, I liked it. It was, it was different. It was a different vibe because uh, Brockhampton's very diverse. And uh, I feel like this was more uh, genuine and more down to earth, which I, it's the same thing with Iridescence. Like, I didn't know how Brockhampton was going to go forward without Amir, but for, I mean, somehow it, I feel like that experience just like, I don't know, kind of gave them the experience to like grow a little bit more and like kind of find themselves. Right. No, I definitely agree with that. And it's, especially, it's really a different vibe than you get when you listen to the first three, like saturation albums mm-hmm. and not that saying like those are better or worse than this album or the last album, but right. it's different. And uh, there's a lot of songs on this album I really like. Like Boy Bye was really good. I think yeah. it's a really good Merlin verse on it. And then like you said, like we're talking about off the pockets, like Dearly Departed, the very end of that yeah. song was really good. And then I don't know, I just think overall it's don't know if it's my favorite Brockhampton album. But it's not my, I don't know if it's my favorite. It's definitely like a very solid like It probably could become my favorite. It's of uh, Bareface is my favorite member of the group. Yeah, and so it's very, it was very Bareface heavy. Yeah, which I really enjoyed because that was a thing. Uh, like when I saw them, when I when I saw them in concert, it was kind of like Bareface was kind of doing his own thing for most of the song, and like he only like was able to do like three songs while everyone else kind of you know a part of everything. So I definitely think Sugar might be my favorite Brockhampton song though. Period. It might be. It's up there. It's really good. I listen to it a lot, and then I forgot the album came out. Like I listened to it when it first came out, like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then I was listening to. Uh, I just put on like Sanctuary by Joji, just a single version, and it, you know, I, like you finish the song on a Spotify, it instantly starts a radio. Yeah. And the first song on the radio was Sugar. Mm-hmm. I was like, hold on, this is Joji. <laughs> and I look back, I look at my phone, like, okay, okay. I was like, oh yeah, yeah the Rock Captain Camel came back. Went straight back into the album and started listening to it again, but. I, don't, I definitely like we talk about albums that we can start in August like last week that came out um, another album from one of my favorite artists of all time we had Norman fucking Rockwell oh, from man. Lana Del Rey the queen herself yeah. comes back and that she almost led the podcast I almost had fuck it I love you be the opening song to come that in was, here that's a really good song but I couldn't yeah. really find it I didn't want to give my computer cancer trying to get an mp3 <laughs> download of it and I know what you're saying just buy the song on iTunes Shine but I mean <laughs> Fuck iTunes around here. We're Spotify boys. Facts. Uh, I love Lana and the fact that she doesn't, um, she doesn't really have like a marketing kind of thing. It's just like, oh, Lana Del Rey's putting out new music and everyone's already on it. Right. That's how you like. She solidified herself as like, you know, the queen of that genre. I think so. And it's like she has so much music out. And it's like she definitely like Lana Del Rey has her own vibe to it, but how like you can spread that along all these albums? Like I saw a thing today that it was like the it was like the first ten fifteen seconds of every Lana Del Rey album, and I was like it made me think like every album is you know fucking fire. Yeah, and like 
she's been going hard since like 2011 and she puts out these massive like 15 song albums every yeah. like two years she's three one years. of the only artists that like like you see in music a lot now it's like song length and like album length is dropping but I feel like Lana Del Rey like is actually putting out full length projects right I forget who it was I just looked the other day uh, there was like a new album that Colin was listening it was like a rap album and it was like 39 minutes in length mm-hmm. I was like that's really not that long of an album yeah. and then like a lot of rap albums will say like 30 minutes or like 27 minutes or like in a mean album or something you're like yeah. he's putting Why? seven three like not yeah but Lando Ray constantly puts like an hour plus album yeah Venice Bitch is what nine and a half minutes yeah just a one song but and she's one that's like each album she just she's found her niche now mm-hmm. and she's in her stride and it's like each album is just better like yeah, just better than the last one it's like she's doubling down on what her vibe is mm-hmm. and I don't know, she could go on forever making music like this. Oh, yeah, for it's sure. Perfect. It's just perfect. Always. I think another person that's kind of found their vibe, I mean, I definitely like this. This is my favorite album from this artist. I, I from Bonavere. I don't know if you listened to this album yet. Uh, not really. I've heard uh, like one or two songs. I haven't listened to the whole album yet, though. It's fantastic. I mean, if you... So, like, Forever, for Emma, uh, forever Ago was his first album where he locked himself in a cab and wrote about like this girl that oh, really yeah, broke his heart, right? That. And it's like really a heartfelt album, and you really feel the pain. This album is just, it takes sense. Just, the key blew the cabin up basically now. Like, the cabin's gone. This yeah. man is he's out here making music. And I really liked his last album in 2016, and it was kind of like the mm-hmm. same like vibes from that. But I mean, if you like Bon Iver, if you were listening to his stuff, or like that kind of like. Yeah, I caught the. Uh, indie ish music, it's definitely an album you need to check out. I caught out. like the back half of his second set at. Bonnaroo last year it was pretty good and I, I had no idea who he was and I was like oh, who's this guy on the main stage I didn't you know I don't really know anything about him but I like I liked what I heard which is you know another thing you hear someone live versus hearing them for the first time like streaming something it's a right. little different yeah I definitely like, I don't really feel that where live music is yeah it's definitely a different vibe you get most of the mm-hmm. time but let's see what's next on the list we want to talk about you got an album you want to talk about real quick oh uh, yeah we can go along uh, the whole uh, live being different than uh, whatever thing uh, Claro yeah uh, Immunity came out and I basically like when I saw her I'm pretty sure she did like almost the whole album I was like oh this album this album's gonna be great and it's like I kept thinking about back to when like I heard the songs for the first time live mm-hmm. I was like oh that was a, that was a whole different experience but I was really the only thing I was mad about is like those singles that came out before Immunity didn't make it to the album except for like Bags right I think what's the song Sis and there's another there's another song she dropped with it that I was like oh these songs are fire they're gonna hit the album and they never did Hey, nothing tops Flamin' Hot Cheetos by Claire, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm a pretty girl guy myself. That was, that's my go-to, or forever. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Claire's a queen. Actually, yeah, the candle she, be queen. She's Zonda getting up there. She's getting up there. She's got like a, a really like, I don't know, like the vibe that from her music is in her personality. Too. Right. I think like she embodies the Claro like, you know, persona very well. I definitely can move on for there. I guess what's, what's we talk about how much on this podcast. We like to talk about how many albums we like. Mm-hmm. We like to bring up artists. We like to bring yep. this stuff to the forefront. Let's just take it down a second and let's trash <laughs> all over beloved artists of this. I was going to talk about Willow Smith's album, but we said trash. 
Let's just get into it. The Big Day by Chance the Rapper. I'm just gonna. Oh, it's, I think it's on. easy saying it's the most disappointing album of the year for me so far. Yeah, it's definitely it's easily the worst. Like, I don't know if it's the worst thing that came out this year altogether, but disappointing wise, like, I don't know if you take like acid rap and everything i feel like that's why he put acid rap up on like streaming services <laughs> to cover up to cover <laughs> up how bad shit. he's like hey you guys i know you haven't listened to my new album yet but here's like everything you wanted from me here's 10 here's days acid rap besides juice and then yeah and here's 10 days you're gonna go back and you're gonna listen to all this good stuff remember how much you loved me i'm just gonna kind of sneak in this really trash like 27 song album over here oh, there's just know. there's not a good song I mean, there's like two decent Songs on the album like uh, like slide around. I kind of like the first half of the song. Like, the bars are kind of cheesy, but it's got a good vibe. Nicki mm-hmm. Minaj. We don't. We talked about her how much we don't like her on this podcast, and she's got a decent yeah. verse. On I the like song. the song Chun Li off that one Nicki album, but I don't like anything else. But yeah, it just wasn't good. <laughs> I mean, and I'm Kanye like, West, I'm never gonna fail. <laughs> so that was a fucking lie. <laughs> I love the meme. When Big Day came out, the memes were fantastic. Oh, just people man. shitting all over it. And, like, we've talked about that. I guess you look back at our last episode of this podcast. We talked about Tyler Crater and Logic kind of dropping the ball a little bit with these rap mm-hmm. albums. I think Chance Rapper kind of follows in how... I mean, we'll find out next week with uh, Post Malone. I don't know if he... We don't consider him a rapper here. He's just a pop star. Yeah, But we basically. got Drake is teasing an album next A next whole week. album or... He just dropped nine six. That's all he dropped. Like, and people were cons- thinking it's an album because he those posted. songs. What about those songs that came out with when uh, the Raptors won the? That's different though. That's different. Those aren't going on the album. The, they might be bonus tracks, but typically when he does that, he keeps those kind of separate. Like summer sixteen when that he dropped that, and then yeah. he dropped the album like a month later. Summer sixteen wasn't on the album. Mm-hmm. Drake's just got like a shit ton of music just stashed away, ready from the drop. I think whoever writes yeah. Drake's music is just constantly writing it for him. Yeah. They got a library, but their package was nice. It was. I was much needed. I, yeah, I needed. I needed that for sure. I needed like uh, what was it? girls love Beyonce and yes. all that stuff. I was like, oh, if only I could stream these. I, it it makes me think. Like it makes me want other artists to do their own like care package. It'd be nice. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of artists that have songs that like don't hit the streaming services. Like my biggest one is Paramore's Decode. Is it on anything? That whole Twilight out of uh, the the. That first Twilight movie, that whole album is, I don't even think it's on Spotify. No, I don't think it is either. Which, it, it was a solid, like, soundtrack. But no, I, I think this is like a trend we'll find out with Drake, and then, like, the only rap album I really liked this year has been, like, P&B Rock's album. I really care. Mm-hmm. Like, Trap Star turned Pop Star. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of decent, uh, Moneybag Gills wasn't that bad, but... I think Cody would tell you YBN, YBN Corday's album's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't really uh, listen to it. I don't really listen to YBN Corday, but I do recognize that he's the best out of that YBN right. group. Jordy will tell you that Kendrick's album's still going to come this year and save the whole game, but I mean, I, time's ticking on that album. Okay. But, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a problem with like, these big rap stars, like these ones that we hold in this high esteem of like our top five rappers are kind of mm-hmm. the releasing duds this year. And the biggest oh, yeah. rap song this year has been Lil Nas's X, like, commercially. <laughs> He's the one that's dominated him, and, like, Lil Tecca have taken over, like, yeah. culturally, like, main radio play on Spotify, yeah. you look at their charts. It's hard to put some of these rappers on the radio as well. That's like, true. But, yeah, I, I understand what you mean by that. But, I don't know. 
I think I think rap's kind of not going away, but I think well, it's never gonna go away. It's the biggest genre of music in the world right now, but I think it, rap albums might be going away. It's expectations of how good rap should be. Yeah, that's going because you you have like a few people that just you know they sit they sit in the studio for like their little ten minute session or whatever and they're like they only spend 10 minutes on like a track and then they put it out and everyone thinks it's fire because you have a decent producer right so that's all it really takes if you have a decent like look at like Blueface like the best rapper alive yeah I don't know I, I think he's funny I think he's a meme I put Blueface in the same category as I put like what's the guy Skinbone that did the <laughs> the parodies or like an Ice JJ Fish a uh, Ugly God kind of yeah just a, kind of category like he's a meme a rapper SoundCloud like, yeah meme rapping yeah like it's just a bunch of like it's just punchlines all it is that's all it is and the man's off beat and it's all uh, he's hilarious I like I like Blueface I really enjoyed his double XL freshman uh, freestyle tripping <laughs> <laughs> you stupid <laughs> <laughs> what a man he didn't put out any, did he put out a whole I don't think so not yet we need yeah. to wait alright <laughs> Nerds at Nights waiting to give the album of the year to uh, Blueface. Blueface, come on the pod, you coward. Yeah, come on, the, come on the pod. Bring both your girlfriends <laughs> and your mashing tats. Jesus Christ! I guess we can keep going with this like negative talk. Um, Willow Smith's album, Willow. Oh my God, dude! That because the thing was with Willow is that first album that she put out is like a masterpiece. Yeah, the one and then, I whip my hair back and forth. No, that wasn't on the album. No, that wasn't on the album. That first like album, it was a whole like transformation because you go from her doing songs like "Whip My Hair" and "21st Century Girl," and then it's like she, because the thing was she had those songs written for her, and then she finally had like creative freedom to do her own album. And that came out in 2016, right? The same time Jane Smith's album and came out. Drept the, no, the first album came out the same time that. Uh, Sire came out but she had an album that came out before that right that was her solo thing so did Jaden though but this album that came out this year I don't know it was just disappointing it's a disappointing Willow album but like we say with a lot of people it'd be a good album for somebody else yeah you throw insert random like indie name here you're like oh that's that's fucking fucking fire album I wonder what she's gonna do but like yeah it's just we talk about expectations and I think 2019 might be the year of artists not Fully living up to expectations. We had a couple. We got a few living up to expectations. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of new people dropping. Like, I feel like 2019 is for the smaller artists. Yeah. Like, those bigger artists just... I don't know if they're burnt out or what's going on. I don't know. 1975 and Halsey haven't dropped albums yet, so... We're still holding on tight. Oh, yeah. People was very good. That that song? Like you said, Cage the Elephant? (laughs) Yeah. It's very Cage the Elephant-y. Yeah. I loved it. I was like, this is great. That was tight, though. I wish I could have saw that live. I could only imagine. Speaking of just, you talked about, um, you said people did live up to expectations. I'm just going to give you, like, what, 10 minutes and just tell me how good Banks' album was this year. Oh, it's perfect. It's so fucking good. It, it, um, it's better than, uh, Goddess. Um, I don't know if it's better than that second album yet. But eventually, it probably will be. But right now, it's my top album of the year. And I already knew it was going to be, like, top to bottom. It's just 
fantastic. Banks is always delivered no matter what. And she's been on like a decent hiatus, I guess. Like I had this, I have this like group of like artists always in my head and I'm like, oh, they need to drop music. And when they do, it's going to be great. Banks mm-hmm. was one of those and she like came out. But in that same category, it's like, it's like Melanie Martinez, Zella Day and like all those, all those types of artists, which so far we're getting the Melly album next week next week k-12 yeah, in theaters now in theaters is it coming anywhere no. i don't think so all the check. but i don't know banks is always going to deliver for me like period like right now she's my most listened like female solo artist of all time like if you look at my stats and everything it's like she um she always just i don't know what it is about her music like her style it's obviously like a you know they, it's kind of like a Ali X if Ali X was more like grunge and like hardcore a little bit and was willing to like you know you know say certain things I think and it's less poppy right I feel like and Banks' production I don't know who does production on her songs but it's like everyone is like solid like I could listen to Banks instrumentals if like like I don't know why I don't know who she gets to do it but they're doing some they're making some fire shit I think an album for me that really I don't know why like we talked about in the last podcast a little bit and how I was already down on this artist Taylor Swift Lover album came out to go full mainstream and I remember the last podcast I was talking about how her single sucked (laughs) and uh, I didn't want this album and she's lost her step and I hate pop music now and I'm cynical but then I listened to the album and I was like you know what just those good? two songs suck, and everything else in the album is pretty fucking good. Really? Taylor's back. Taylor's back? I remember I was at work. I haven't listened to a full Taylor Swift album since, like, Red. You're missing out. You're missing out. 1989's a masterpiece. Is it? And then the last one, uh, Reputation's okay. I like it a lot more now. And then this album. I was at work on Saturday night when the album dropped. Ooh, I hate being at work on that But it's a Taylor Swift album, so, you know, the Radio 92.9 said... This album dropped an hour ago, but we're going to play the whole album for you commercial free at 10 o'clock. And I said, excuse me? Wow. And I, I, I skipped a break just to listen to the whole album. I was doing work and the whole album played. And I was like, "This, you know what? All the time I, went, I went to go pee when uh, the song Me came on because that song is hot garbage. But other than that, everything else. <sighs> the song that doesn't even rhyme. It's, it's, it's a bad song. And you think you put Taylor Swift and, and then Brandon Urie. I saw that when I saw it released on Spotify like six months ago, right? It's a Taylor Swift Brandon Urie. I was like, Excuse me, right? I, mean, I love pop music, and this is paying a fucking disco and Taylor Swift. What do you, what do you expect? And right. they realize this. It's like, what are you trying? Yeah, I could have wrote a better song than this. I, I don't know who wrote me. I want to find. They, they try to make jokes, but it's like it's just bad. Right. And then Taylor Swift's other single was like, it's fine, it's whatever, but it's like it's oh, not yeah. the Taylor Swift's level. Mm-hmm. But Afterglow on the album is my favorite song, and it's just it's, it's a perfect Taylor Swift album for me really and then you was, let's just knock on our last pop album on here just to get it over with we had uh, the Jonas Brothers release an album this year and oh yeah the comeback the boy, the, bro- it. the brothers are back and what can I say I've never been I've never been happy as a, like a 14 year old boy <laughs> when the Jonas Brothers coming out and I was like you know fuck the Jonas Brothers and I'm at home right. listening to the Jonas Brothers without telling yeah. anybody Everyone's like, yeah, I'm a bitch. I'll listen to Jonas Brothers, but I got SOS in my headphones. They're like burning up. Like, yeah, man, fuck them. Hide, hide my iPhone Nano so no one sees what I'm listening to. I'm my iPod oh, Nano. Oh, man. Nah, 
on you. Uh, did you see the thing where it was like uh, there was some like I don't know it was like a funny little like meme like conspiracy theory type thing where they took like uh, the Jonas Brothers or something like that and they did all these numbers and everything and it led to like a big time rush comeback. Yeah, it was like confirmed big time rush is coming back. Hey, big time rush came back. I'd lose it. I definitely lose it. It's like they're all still like. Friends, I'm pretty sure. Well, weren't they all like actual friends to begin with? Yeah, they were all actual friends to begin with. But I know Carlos is married. They all put out music, so like they've all put out music besides Big Time Rush, except for Carlos. They had a banging TV show. I'll tell you what. Yeah, that TV show was fire. That's pretty fucking good. Like, it was like it's one of the only TV shows that I feel like that has, like, they're forced to put music in it and it works. Hey, don't don't talk about the Naked Brothers band. I like like the I like the Naked Brothers band and the same uh, what am I thinking of the Jonas Brothers the way that they put oh the show Jonas yeah yeah that was pretty good but there's a lot of shows that I feel like are forced to put in music to like just to appeal to like a younger audience and stuff like that that don't really work I I I really like this is like the first Jonas Brothers album since they've not been Disney like they had solo albums like of course Nick had his solo albums and uh, Joe was on DNC. DNCE yep. and they were really good like I liked Nick Stoll stuff DNC was that fucking album was good mm-hmm. and they come back together and you're like this is what they should have been doing the whole time yeah honestly and bro. like you just throw like there's some good bops in the Disney Channel stuff but a lot of it's just kid trash yeah but there's like four or five like actually solid good songs in there mm-hmm. and this like the whole album's like this is good they know what they're doing they like you see a little bit of like they're like vets at this point yeah they're like in their 30s now I want to say Damn. Or like late twenties, it would have been like late twenties, almost thirty now. Well, Kevin's probably thirty. Yeah, the man Kevin Jonas playing the good, actually like a decent guitar player out there making some music. Mm. But you see, like you can feel the DNC vibes in the album. You can feel yeah. like the solo Nick stuff in the album. You see like the maturity on it. It's not like all heartbreak music anymore. Just like teenage bops. Yeah, because that's the thing. Because they didn't. Did they write when they were on Disney? Or I think what I read is them? like they. They wrote some stuff, but it was definitely like a. Uh, they had some creative stuff. like someone would be like, "Hey, it had to go through a filter." Yeah, it was like, like most of the channel stuff. Is like you, they have like their ideas, and then like the Disney, like whoever writes their, the Disney music place mm-hmm. has their ideas. They kind of mix it and it ends up being more like seventy thirty Disney. Because mm. the same with like you listen to like old like Selena Gomez and the scene stuff or like yeah Miley Cyrus stuff you can definitely tell when the Disney filter drops. Oh, definitely. Same. Demi Lovato is a great yeah. example of that. I mean, we kind of we hit the, like the the drastic thing with Miley Cyrus. You can tell when the Disney filter drops Ooh, off. Oh yeah, she immediately. And then Selena Gomez, like your last album, you can tell like that's not Disney Selena Gomez anymore. And even like older Selena Gomez albums, like you can tell when the album the, the split happens. Oh yeah, they're so ready to do that split. Like you can, you see it a lot because they're they're forced to be like, you know, they're supposed to everything that they do, even if they're in public, they're under contract to like, yeah. you know, they still have to portray Disney because they're like that. Like what's my man Orlando Brown yeah. went off the rails, went to like rehab and all that stuff. Had those nice interviews with uh, uh who was it? I don't remember who it was, but they like. They went viral about him talking about, like, fucking Raven, like, behind the scenes or something <laughs> like that. It was great. Yeah, definitely for them, because you look at, like, they play high schoolers, but you look at their ages, they're all, like, in their early 20s most of the time, like, 18, 19, yeah, and they're still having to act like they're 16 and talk like they're 16. It's definitely, it's probably, I mean, it is, like, creatively, like, 
stifling in some aspects. Like, it's probably not fulfilling at all to do that stuff. Yeah, money's probably good. But yeah, you get paid, you get a little following, so when you finally do your stuff, you at least have a built-in fan base a little bit. Mm-hmm. You kind of you see it now. I mean, like, social media is taking a bigger part in, like, you know, building up a fan base, I feel like. So if you look at people that are on, like, Disney Channel now, it's... I feel like Disney's a little more laid back with the music that they let people do. Like, if you look at, like, uh, what, Sabrina Carpenter stuff yeah. or, like, stuff that, like, Dove Cameron does, but it's a little more lax. I forgot what Dove Cameron was that show. That uh, she, she played both sisters. She right. was twins. What the fuck? Oh, I can't. Living Maddie. Uh, that's what it was. Yeah. She's on that Descendants thing or whatever, the movie. But there's, like, three of them. There's like three movies. Oh, Descendants? Yeah, it's like the kids. The, su- the superhero, the supervillains' kids? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, the one the one that Cameron Boyce was on, Recipes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, no, yeah, I think we could, we, we can talk about the Jones Brothers all day, but we can talk about another guy real quick that's definitely, James Smith had Iris, or it's Sire, it's Sire, Sire spelled backwards, backwards which mm-hmm. I really dug the album. It's not as good as Sire. I liked his last album, the Midsummer's mixtape last year. Oh yeah, a lot better with Soho. That that album that was, that was good. pretty good, but I think Jaden Smith. I really like what he's doing musically, and I just want him to keep doing it. I like for, what he's doing outside of music. Jaden Smith has always been. Jaden has been fire. Yeah, I feel like that's just Jaden Smith is an example of good parenting. Show that Jaden Smith. Everyone's shitting on him because he was crappy in the Karate Kid movie. I think you fuck Jaden Smith. I don't want to see Jaden Smith anymore. He's just getting shit because his dad was Will Smith, and then he was in After Earth, which I mean. It's pretty good. I kind of hate that movie, but I fuck with Jane Smith in it. I like I like that first when it came out. I haven't seen it since it came out, so I, I watched that in theaters opening night. Thing. The Nerds of Night crew, minus Tristan and Jordy, went to watch that in 2013. We went to watch a movie every, literally, went movies every week in that summer. Damn. We'll probably have a podcast about that later. We do a new podcast, but right. I like that uh, Jane Smith did the same thing because on uh, Sire it was blue. And it yeah. was like the first five tracks all ran like completely together, and he did this with uh, Pink. Yeah, I was like, ah, that was my biggest thing. I was like, is he gonna do it again? Please, somebody does it again. Because a lot of people don't do that. They don't do songs that run into each other that you have to listen to back to back. Yeah, the, we talked about that a little bit with the rap thing, but like with albums being dead, people don't really make albums anymore. Right. It's mostly like just basically a playlist. Like it's just a collection of songs. They don't go mm-hmm. together. And I do like I'm a fan of that. I listen when I listen to albums. I don't put shuffle on when I listen the first time. I think we've talked about this on our first music podcast. Like when we listen to albums, we just put first song on the album mm-hmm. and go down. I don't want to because I mean the artist kind of put it in order for a reason. And I like yeah. like Jaden Smith does it like actually means something to be in the order. Like a Drake album, you can put it on shuffle play and you're not gonna yeah. you're not missing anything. Facts. I guess a Kendrick album sometimes because like the shorts at the end of the album you kind of have to listen yeah, to. You order. have to listen to Pimp to Pimp a Butterfly all like through it again. But he like he's one of the few like rap people that actually put it in a certain order. Mm-hmm. Most times it's just like hey, here's 15 songs to deal with it. Melanie Martinez, you have to like Cry Baby is a legit story. I have, I have the little storybook. Yeah. Thing it's so good. It's so good. I'm excited for K12 because you know it's gonna be the same way. Oh, Especially since there's a movie coming out. That's gonna be nice. I gotta figure out how to cop that. Uh, Get the double pack, get the movie and the DVD. The Is there a package that comes with the? I I couldn't find a a one with the movie. Like there's like a bunch where you get like uh, you get the CD, the record, and then the the cassette tape. Hmm. Which I think it's funny that it's 2019 release. We're back to releasing cassette tapes. Everything's vintage. Because we want everything nostalgic. <laughs> Facts. I don't know. I'm re- I'm ready. Melody Martinez has had years to. It's for this. four years. 
to put this shit together. So I mean, I was afraid she was gonna release any more music because the right. whole like sexual assault allegations a couple of years ago. I was like, eh. it's gonna kill Melanie Martinez like this. Eh. I don't know. She's she's she was one of those that was in like I talked about earlier, like my pool of artists. I just need to come out. So uh, following back to her, I just need Zella Day to come out with something. Right. Like I said, going into this, uh, my you tell me you already had your list set and we're gonna play soloing. I've kind of had a list in my head and I've kind of already put K twelve as a number one spot in my mind for album of the year. So it's got a lot to live up to. If it's not gonna, if it doesn't, if it doesn't hit, it's gonna be. That's really what upset. I did for Banks, and that's what, that's what she fucking delivered. God damn it! But yeah, you look at Cry Baby, and there's not a bad song on that album. Every mm-hmm. song's fantastic, and I, there's no reason for not, the snippets I've heard on Facebook, oh, like man. the little twenty second, thirty second yeah. snippets, are they sound good? I still listen to Lunchbox Friends already. That's I've listened to that a little thirty seconds like a thousand times already. Just put on a loop over and over again, just like, hey, maybe this time I'll play. I'll keep playing, but Mm-mm. I'm excited. I'm fucking hyped for that album. Uh, yeah, only one week. Let's see, we got so. we have four albums all to talk about. I guess really only three. I'll shout out King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards album that came out two weeks ago. Infest the Rat's Nest. It's a fire ass album. It's like a it's a little bit of a metal album, but it's more kind of like a modern take on like seventies rock sort of thing. But it's really? like it's like psychedelic metal sorta. But I love it. Ooh. If you're into that kind of shit, listen to it. King Gizzard and, and the, the Lizard, Lizard Wizard. <laughs> but I like. Let's talk about Bastille's album. Doom Days was Days. great. And now we thought it was gonna come out last year. We kept penciling it yeah. for like a September exactly. release last year. We got it what June this month this year. June or yeah, July. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. But it Best, was great. Bastille's back. That's another artist that always delivers. I feel like. I don't know how many times I listen to Happier by Marshmallow just to get new Bastille in my life. Oh my god. I just like, like this is the only Bastille we got last year. And that's all I need. No, we got other people's heartache part. Four, yeah, that's right. Four. That was that was really good. Um, but Doom Days, I I'll say it's better than Wild World. Yeah. I think it's better than Wild World. I'm not sure if it's a Bad Blood yet because Bad Blood's like a top tier album yeah Bad Blood's like one of those of all time you know going yeah. down in history you know so it put Bastille on the map yeah and it was good and then you had the double thing then they did like the extended version oh all this Bad yeah, Blood, Blood like with the, the album covers like the car in the snow mm-hmm. and it's like 30 songs but it's, it's not 30 it's like it's like the, you have the first album which is 12 it might be like 20 something but it's like the second half the second half is like what it's like Poet and Haunt and yeah. all those songs. It's kind of a 1975 released the 1975 and that was that's like 30 songs. Yeah. I when I first heard them like I heard Girls on the Radio in like 2013 I'm like what is Girls this? Girls on the Radio? I, I've never heard the 1975 on the radio. You never heard 1975 on the radio? No. I've heard Girls I've heard Chocolate and I've heard what's the one that's like really uh, really poppy on the second The Sound? Album. The Sound. That was on the radio all the time when it came out. Really? I don't know. I don't really listen to the radio that much anyway, so I wouldn't really know. But I think the fir- I think the first song I heard might have been. It might have been somebody else. I was a little late on the 1975. Like I think the second album came out, and then somebody else popped up on like a recommended or something like that, and I listened to it. And I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? No, I used to listen. I used to think the song "Girls" was funny because it, it's a joke. I used to play a different nerd the night member. You listen to some of the lyrics. I'll tell you off. I'll tell you off podcast we don't air personal <laughs> stuff on the podcast but uh 
I don't know. I looked at the album. I was like, oh, it's going on Spotify. I clicked it, and it's like 35 songs. Like, Ooh, what is what is going on here? I got a lot of content to dissect there. But no. Oh yeah. Doom Days was fantastic. It's a very good album. Right, and it's like I feel like it didn't have as much like it wasn't really in the press. It wasn't a whole lot of like. Yeah, I think it's one of those albums because it slept through. It came out in the middle of summer. Yeah. People don't really listen. Like it's just. But it was good. Like, that's what we're here to make sure you know about it. Oh so yeah. You listen to it. That's our job. That's what we do. Another album I feel like I think a band people kind of forgot about. They've been around for like ten years now, but Two Door Cinema Club had a new album this year, and it's not my favorite album. I definitely yeah. like it better than the Game Show that came out last two, two or three years ago. Now, yeah, I think they're definitely they put one out every two years or so. But it was fantastic. I think they really improved their sound every album, but their first album is still my favorite. If that makes any sense, but. I think the first two... Yeah, Beacon's really tight, too. Uh, yeah, like, the first two albums were really good. I I like this one better, like you said, than the previous one. Yeah. That came out before. Like, that previous one, it just let me down. The same with, I think, a little bit of Phoenix did the same thing. I think yeah. it was last year, two years ago. Yeah, a lot of those bands like that, that same kind of, like, late 2010 bands that all did the same kind of, like, indie rock, kind of like the, the Franz Ferdinand vibe kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like their first two albums are always fire, and there's always that third album that you're... The band experiments a little bit, and I was like, what is yeah. it? What is this? Peter Bjorn and John were the same way. Yep. Been bopping the young folks for years, and then, you know, they hit me with some... The Wombats kind of did that to me. Yeah. Wilco did that to me. Surfer Blood did that to me. Yeah. Oh, there's a few that pushed through. Hippocampus has had a solid album, I think. They really have. Every time. That's someone I look forward forward to to put to put on new stuff, and it's crazy uh, that a lot of people don't realize. If my I have like a list of like people I recommend to see live always. Hippocampus is for some reason up there because literally everybody in that band, aside from the black dude that plays like the saxophone, they sing and it sounds exactly the same. That's crazy. Like literally, like the, like the lead singer will like go into doing guitar and then like the drummer will start singing like lead vocals and it sounds exactly the same hmm. the same with the bass guy and the other guitar like how excuse me <laughs> like how do you get four guys together that can sing every part of the song exactly the same and you couldn't tell the difference it like makes me wonder who sings like when they right when you're like listening to the, uh, the on not live like hold on who's <laughs> okay. what's going on here I couldn't believe it. Tell them about the bad bad books, T. The what? The bad books. Did you, is that who was the bad bad hats? The bad bad hats. That's oh it. man, they're really good. Yeah. Uh, they're their lead singers like, uh, like there's like some people have that like just cute energy, you know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know. I just felt like a good like nice little like <laughs> vibe from it. I was just like, oh wow, this is great. Oh, wow. <laughs> like I don't know. It was like I like when bands can tell you a story behind the song before they play it right like a lot of people don't do that but they had like a like a solid story behind like all their songs just like the way that she explained it was like super nice and she was just she was super nice good it was, it was very nice it's, it's just all nice I keep saying nice because that's what they are I love I love Bad Bad Hats and I was I was ready I was ready for that concert I think the Bad Books is a different band that I listen to and they're completely different in style but really? we got one album left on here T 
I think. Yeah, we're not going to talk about the Black Keys. They had an album this year. We're not going to talk about Monsters and Men. Um, it's a good album. It sounds good as yeah. the first one, but definitely go check it out. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna let, we're going to clear the lane, and we're going to end the podcast with talking about Steph Chura's Midnight. Ooh, this is an album that hit me, like, out of nowhere. Like, knocked me clean on my ass when it came out. I did not know who Steph Chura was. A lot of people do not know who Steph Chura is because... I'm gonna look up how many like monthly listeners she has on that. She's platform. small. Like she's super. Let's just say she's small. coming to our town to play a concert, and she's not top billing. Yeah. So that's. I mean, we're. She's at, in the middle. Yeah. So that's how she's not even. She's but, not big enough to mainstream. Yeah, she doesn't even have fifty thousand listeners on Spotify. Hey, let's team up, Steph. Chart, where you at? Yeah, but like her most played songs, most played song only has like three hundred thousand streams. But Steph Chart is amazing and. It's one of those things where no matter how much critical acclaim you get, that doesn't always transfer into uh, the mainstream and what's popular. Right. The same thing with, I think, Soccer Mommy. Yeah, definitely. Cause, yeah, because if you look at all the, like, like all the top music critics... I think, like, NME had her, like, the number two album last year. Mm-hmm. And, like, NPR had her in the top, like, ten. Mm-hmm. But then you don't really... People in the street don't know who Soccer Mommy is. The New York, like, like, time. Like, they're, like breakdown it was like soccer only had album of the year last year and then they had like a, like midway through the year they had like all the albums that it came out so far and Steph Chirp was like number one which is crazy how like like the critics like know what you know they're they, on the shit yeah they're on the shit but I feel like the public isn't really I, you know it's the same thing like Bon Iver won a Grammy for best new artist and people still don't fucking know yeah. the Bon Iver is people at the time were like who the fuck is this you don't know Nicki Minaj and J. Cole? What happened? When Beck won, like... Album of the for morning phases? I was like, huh? When Kanye stood up, <laughs> and he's like, gotta get him on stage. Hey, I love that album. That was like 2014. I want to say that self-titled Beyonce album is not good. You can sick the beehive on the nerds tonight. We'll get crumbled real quick, but... That album's not, it's not a good Beyonce album. I don't know, like, Drunken Love's a trash song. 7-Eleven's a trash song, or whatever it was. 9-Eleven, what was it? 7-Eleven? I don't remember. It's because it's not good. There you go. I don't know. I don't really listen to a whole lot of Beyonce, and I can't listen to Jay Z because I use Spotify. And we don't fuck title. Yeah. Fuck the fuck the Carters. I don't know, but back to like the whole uh, like critical acclaim thing. Like that whole, I feel like that whole genre of like the Steph Churras, the Japanese Breakfast, mm. Soccer Mommy, Jay Som. Like I feel like talk that talk. Like that's all solid music that a lot of people aren't listening to like it's it's always been hipster music right but yeah. it's still hipster music it's like the music you listen to that's not it's almost like in movies like it's almost like Wes Anderson movies for movies yeah for music and like you look at Oscar movies half the time like like Lewis will complain on here it's like who no one heard of that movie no one watches <laughs> this movie don't go to theaters what are these movies coming out that people talk about being the best movies of the year yeah, but it's like, like it sounds super good movies and like music, like, like you said, those artists like critically they'll get acclaim and people like, mm-hmm. like not so much like the Grammys because the Grammys is very much a commercial organization, yeah. but like you said, like these blogs and these art, these big papers and stuff like that. These journalists would be like, yeah, these albums are the shit. Go listen to them. But it's like you look at sales, it's like well, they're not really making money. I mean, yeah. they're making money, but they're not making like Lil Nas X money. Yeah, for no reason. It's like. I don't know how. Like you see, it's not like it's hard to listen to. It's good stuff. Like, yeah, it's quality. It's easy. it's not like it's 
some Beck's, like, yeah, I get, like, Beck's on the radio, because, like, you don't really want to, sometimes Beck's a tough vibe to hang out to when you're listening to, like, some mandolins yeah. for, like, ten minutes, but like, you can put Steph Shura stuff on the radio. Yeah, you could, and it's, like, good, and it's, I don't know, just that whole thing. The same with, like, I feel like one of the only bands or anybody from that genre that kind of broke out was maybe, like, Big Thief. Yeah. Like, Big Thief kind of kind of came out of it, but you look at a lot of stuff that started off as, like, hipster music, like, you take, like, Arctic Monkeys, yeah, and stuff like that, like, at first, it was, like, there was only these, like, this one group of people that was listening to it, and then now, like, everybody knows who the Arctic Monkeys are, and yeah, the Black I mean, Keys. It's, yeah, so, like, 1975 is in that category, I'd still say, and, like, churches definitely is still, like, mm-hmm. they're palling around that, like, the music we thrive on, like, the indie rock stuff, indie pop, and stuff like that, it's never, like, I don't know why it doesn't break through, maybe they don't, like, no one... They don't have just enough. There's not a, a fast dance beat on it. I don't it. know. I think what it is is like these are like they're genuine artists and like you know they're themselves. They're just trying to make art. There's no gimmicks. Yeah. There's nothing like that. They're like doing to put them out there. They don't have face tattoos and you know. There's no remix. There's no thousand yeah. different remixes with Diplo on there. Yeah, so like that. They're not Funk Gang and shit like that. They're not going out and robbing <laughs> grocery stores and stealing dogs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like they just want to make music and you know put it out and shit like that which I feel like a lot of you know a lot of artists could do but gimmicks is a whole lot to like sell hey, when it comes like to getting a bag sometimes you gotta get the bag yeah and we won't fault you for getting the bag <laughs> so we love pop music on her too yeah, yeah yeah for sure but I don't know that's what I want I want to see like a shift where like people are searching for like decent music and they're not just listening to the same shit cause you see a lot of a lot of people that um, claim they have like such a solid music taste, and then you look, and it's like everybody that says they have a good music taste, they listen to the same things, yeah. and it's all like the like popular thing. Like I don't know, Post Malone's in that category, but Post Malone has some decent music. Yeah, I listen to I listen to good music. I listen to J Cole. I listen to Post Malone. I listen to, Post Malone. I listen to Billie Eilish is one of those. Which like if you just if you just said I have great taste in music, I listen to Billie Eilish like. Two years ago, Austin to Billy Eilish and Shawn Mendes. What do you want from me? Like two years ago, I'd have been like, okay. But now it's like, like now it's like, okay. You can like, if you really want to say you listen to good music, like find me something that I like I've never heard of. There's like those that that underground shit that a lot. Of find people me an obscure K-pop band that only you have heard of, right now. Right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've give got. Me some, some. Give me some God Seven love over here. Oh with God. them loving Odd Future merch and their videos. Know. You look at it, it's like. If you look at K-pop, there were a few K-pop albums that came out this year. Like, Monster X had an album. BTS had an album. But BTS is the big one that everyone It broke through. I was waiting for it. It was hovering around which one was going to break through. There was definitely some EXO vibe. EXO was my favorite. There was some Girls' Generation vibe a couple years ago. And it was BTS and Blackpink. And they they took the wall and they fucking smashed it. And now they're here. Yeah, I was a... Psy, what's his name? The guy that did Gangnam Style as a Psy. Yeah. He died for this. He broke through for everybody. We're gonna forget that man put K-pop on the map. Oh yeah, dude. There's a lot of underground like K, like if you look at like Korean music, like outside of like 88 Rising, it's like they're, I mean, they're trying. Like they got the Higher Brothers on, but like there's a lot of underground like rap stuff that a lot of people don't realize. Hey, I used to listen to Key Tape a lot back in the day. Like, oh, some Korean trap music. I mm-hmm. fuck with that. Sick K, it's really good. Um, 
What's the guy? Really deep voice. He was on that freestyle, that big freestyle. that was like on that Google oh, app. The, the young freestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't like Jung Ho or something like that. Uh, fucking uh, what's his name? Flow sick. Flow sick. That's, that's the it. guy. The guy at the end with the super. Yo, 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 yo! You gonna leave me out of this? <laughs> yo, bring that beat back. <laughs> oh man, like that was like all those guys are really good, and I'm surprised like that didn't break them through. Yeah, flow sick. I just remember that remember the little Asian kid in the subway tunnel. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, "What the fuck <laughs> is this?" Like it was like, it was good foreign music. You know, we might end the podcast with that. We might outro the podcast with that music. The young freestyle. The young freestyle. <laughs> oh man, it's it's really good. It's like you can tell they're influenced. Like they're influenced by America heavily. Right. Yes. Like a lot of a lot of Korean music is just like if you look at it, like people like sh- a lot of people shit on like. People listen like K-pop and stuff like that, but it's literally just our music in a different language. Yeah, I mean they they just took American pop music and then it was Korean, and then the com- the companies were like, let's just do this. But they dance better than us. <laughs> God damn, they do everything better than us. Over there. They play video games better. They make better music. Their music gets way more numbers than our music does. Yeah, honestly, they have little thirteen-year-old white girls listening to completely Korean stuff, learning Korean. Oh my god! Just to listen to stuff. Oh. Like, I love the music, but like, I hate the fan base. Sometimes it's just, uh, it's ridiculous. Chicks wearing cat ears in high school listening to BTS. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's not even like I can deal with like weeaboo stuff, like, like people that are into like anime, like Japanese culture, and stuff like that. But the K pop stuff is like way off the. If you look, have you seen, uh, what's his face? Sethical, the guy that does like the boneless memes and stuff like that? He's, <laughs> his last, like, the, what he's been trying to do is like kill, like, like kill the uh, what is it? What was the word I'm trying to think? But he's trying to like destroy K-pop. Like he hates like K-pop stands on like like online. It's it's hilarious. Set the cool. Come on the podcast. We'll get you. <laughs> we'll do a whole boldness podcast with you. Oh man, that guy's hilarious. He's like, I'm here to destroy K-pop. Was it last weekend or two weekends ago? We did nothing but watch Set the Cool for like four hours. <laughs> four hours of like two minute videos. <laughs> I'm about to partier the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, how, like, there's a video where he breaks down, like, how he makes the videos and everything like that. Like, everything's, like, just, like, off the top random shit that he thinks. So that's fantastic. But I think that's it for this podcast. You think? Uh, pretty much. I don't know what else is supposed to come out. Well, next week we have Post Malone dropping an album. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Bleeding, I think is the name of it. Melly Martinez got K-12. Drake put on Twitter... Just a date Something So it's rumored it's an album So we might get three albums next week Um We have a Tove Lobe album coming in the rest of the end of the month Ooh yeah But we'll be back at the end of September Or maybe even next week If these albums are that good Yeah To talk know. about But we're gonna start doing at least a monthly music show now Just to give you a monthly recap of music Uh We try to plan one for July But we went to Ohio instead At the beginning yeah. At the beginning of August Went to Cedar Point we didn't really take that many vlogs. We were too tired. We had a whole plan how we were going to vlog yeah. for you guys. And it just ended up us driving and sleeping for like 18 <laughs> hours. But uh, that's why we didn't give it one of them beginning of for July. So we kind of combined those two today. So yeah, probably the last week of September. We'll probably do a podcast again. Maybe early, yeah, said maybe earlier. But we'll recap September's music. Preview October's. And I think by that time we'll probably have a good chunk of what our top 50 list is this year. Yeah, I've and, already got some, but... We'll be doing, me and Tristan both will be doing a top 50 list. 
and we'll put those up somewhere online where you can get them, probably on the Facebook page and Twitter, mm-hmm. if you don't have a website by then. And then we'll also put out a, we'll get together with us two, probably just, uh, maybe us two and who else yeah. in the group wants to do it. And we'll try to have a combined Nerds at Night top 50 for you guys this year. We did a top 10 last year on the podcast, but... Top 20. A top 20. But I don't think that was a true top 20. We kind of just... We combined our list with an added one. We combined our that, list with like kind of like an algorithm kind of thing. Yeah. Like we took my number one and your number one, and then we took like the number twos, and then we kind of like. And then we took like some that was like eight. There was some that weren't in the top twenty on either of our lists that we put in the top twenty just because we want to talk about them. Yeah. And we list some off because we already talked about them before. But we'll get you a full top fifty list. As always, listen to us on Spotify. Subscribe on there. Follow. I think you can like. I think you can save pod. You can heart podcasts on Spotify. Do that. That helps out. Oh uh, yeah! Way. Now Spotify, your podcasts do show up next to like your library of songs. So if you follow us on Spotify, You'll you can see. Just swipe right, and all our podcasts will be right there with all your music. Yeah, and we're on Stitcher too. Favorite us on there. Go to Google Podcasts, like, favorite, write a review on there because when you leave a review, it does help that you look at how many reviews you get. Just do all that. Like the Facebook page at Nerds of Night. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. But with that being said, I think the false on Twitter at underscore nerds, at underscore nerds, and I'm gonna pick a song to outro the podcast. I don't know what it is yet as I'm recording this, so yeah. we don't own the rights to the music, so don't cover it, strike us. But have fun listening to this on your way out. Thirsty, thirsty, trying to choose. I mean, I know I'm critical. My nitty bag, my kitty boots. I got the juice, I got the juice. Channel, Adam's on. Foolies glad I'm home. Even my haters kinda glad I'm on. Rest in peace to my vagabond. Rap a song, singer, suspended, subpoenaed from Mr. Meaner's dreamer. Hell back asses, Loki still a deer. And I still sick of both squat. Ram